that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo. It's time to go around the NFL, Gil Brand style. We've got a list of the top 25 running backs of all time as ranked by the one and only the sexiest man in live, Gil Brandt. And Eric has a story of Jamie Foxx and wieners to the face. Uh, Eric, where would you like to start? By the way, this was inspired by last week's Biggest All Biggest Dub when our lady, uh, whatever the hell her name was, Musgrave or whatever. Something weird. And by the way, happy fourth. I hope everybody had a good fourth. Uh, I know I'm still drunk, so that's I probably shouldn't have said that. Miss Musgrave got smacked in the face with a wiener. What was uh, your first a, name? At a Linda? Phillies game. At a Phillies game. Here, give me one quick, quick, no, quick second. Don't I worry got about it. it. No, I got it. I mean, I know I got it. I got it in the vault in my head. I just got to think really, really, really hard. Well, don't you might pop a vessel. Nah, nah, it's McVeigh. Remember, it was McVeigh. Oh, we said not a relation to Sean. Exactly, it's Kathy. It's Kathy. Kathy McVeigh That's last right. week. She was she was uh, a biggest Gosh. L nominee. Honorable mention. Uh, because she took a wiener to the eyeball, had one of the biggest black eyes we've ever seen. Uh, I think I was on record saying it looked like uh, Sylvester Stallone himself uh, punched her, at, like as Rocky Balboa punched her square in the face. It was brutal. And then I started thinking to myself, you know, honestly, that almost m- looks more like a, a Rambo punch. You know, Love like Sylve- Sylvester Stallone as Rambo mm. because he wasn't even wearing gloves. Like that looks like a gloveless freaking punch to the eyeball that she took. But it was yeah. just a wiener, Walsh. Only a wiener. Only a wiener. No reason to even be, you know, put off. I mean, Kathy McVeigh. So Kathy McVeigh inspired wieners. my Jamie Foxx joke that I laid on Walchuk. Yes, and I hadn't um, heard that. Exactly. Uh, you had no idea. You didn't understand the reference there when we were talking about wieners to the face and Jamie, and Jamie Foxx and how that's synonymous for me, but not so much for you. I said, okay, I'll enlighten you. I'll enlighten the people. We'll do this when we do. When we knock the sexiest man in sports media's uh, top 25 running back list out, Mr. Gilbrandt. We'll throw in some Jamie Foxx penis to the face. Or wiener to the face. Peen. We we agreed on peen. This is the, this is peen to the, the face. Word. This, this is peen to the face. This isn't so much wiener as it is peen, as opposed to Kathy. Well, we prefer peen on all landscapes. Correct. Unless you're talking about hot dogs. How's sexy Nick doing, by the way? Oh, he's still married as ever. Um, Damn it. Missing you for sure. Good. As long as still, he still asks about you. Uh, hey, that's all I asked for. That first week, and not even the first week, but he said in particular those first three nights. He said just. Wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. I can say the feeling was mutual. Well, uh, what do you want to get to first? Do you want to get to? No, I'm kind I'm of kinda, intrigued by Jamie Foxx now. So I give it too. to me. Yeah, I give it to too, me. This peen's talk's got me going. And it's been a while. I mean, it, I gotta, I gotta refresh my memory on it. But the headline, in case you were wondering, Walt Chuck from TMZ is: Woman claims Jamie Foxx hit her with penis. Sorry, it says penis. In 2002, he's fighting back legally. Not with his penis. He's fighting back legally with lawyers. So the the accusation is that he hit her with his peen, mm. but he's not hitting back with his peen. He's hitting back legally, according to the headline. So oh, don't worry about that. Uh, but yeah, basically the story is, uh, and this all was inspired by this whole Me Too movement, uh, which has sort of turned itself into him too. Me too movement. You know, because it's like, wow, Morgan Freeman, really? Me too. I mean, my God. Anyways, Jamie Foxx, me too, brother. Uh, He's being accused of, quote, slapping a woman with his peen 
nearly 16 years ago. This was in 2002, Walchuk. This is six, this is uh, statute of limitations. Any given Sunday, Jamie Fox. Is yeah, Willie Beeman, Jamie Fox. Yeah, okay. I think this is Willie Beeman, Jamie. Uh, which, by the way, stud Jamie. Oh, probably peak Jamie. Prime Jamie. I think so. I mean, not 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 financially, obviously. No, but physically, physically, sexually. No question, man. That's a firm pain. Yeah, no question. He could be. He could play quarterback for me any day for sure. He was actually. He was playing quarterback for you, the Miami Sharks. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It was my squad. Uh, Dennis Quaid was also on yes. my team. Can you believe that? I had Dennis Quaid and Jamie. You were Fox. so spoiled, and Lawrence Taylor. Just, just one of those amazing runs, you know. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Almost better than the 72 Dolphins. Jamie Foxx is uh, calling it an absurd lie about this uh, peen-slapping accusation. But the lady uh, says she did have to go to the hospital break her face. the next day. And I was thinking to myself, what, concussion? Is Jamie packing that much heat? I mean, I'm sure he's you know doing well for himself. Well, clearly this was a fully blood-rushed peen. That's my guess. I, I, I was saying at least three-quarter chub. It sounds like the full. It does sound like the full fledger, but here's the thing. No concussion. Right? Oh, so there was no concussion. So did we get the doctors <laughs> but here's like what, medical? Here's why she went to the back? hospital. Here's why she went to the hospital. And this is a week later. So yes. just imagine how shaken up she was after this thing. This is a week later this she This is went. a week later. Still she, can't open her eyes. No, no, no. no. <laughs> she went to the hospital uh, because she was having panic attacks. Uh, because I guess a little PTSD. Oof. Penis uh, traumatic pain, stress disorder. Pain, yeah. pain traumatic stress disorder. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this was clearly something that was, you know. <laughs> this substantial. Was, this was substantial. It was a girthy pain. For sure. I mean, wow. Pain. She once seven days later, and I'm sure she's been icing herself down since then. <laughs> she ne- Seven days later, she still needed to see a doctor, a professional, a medical professional. So does it say what she went in for? And it, was, and, it was, and it almost seems more emotionally, you know, than even physically. The trauma, no doubt. Because I'm sure the ice brought down the swelling, right? But the emotional damage, the emotional you, you damage know. was still there. <laughs> you know, and, and oh. I did wonder, I did wonder, was, did, if I put this girl up uh, with Kathy McVeigh. <laughs> Does it look the same in terms of the black eye situation, you know, or is this sort of something more like a Chris Farley and Tommy boy where it really went across the face, more cheek area, you know, and, and it really doesn't say here. I'm a little bit frustrated with TMZ. I wish there was a picture. I wish you would have taken a picture. Journalism. I know. I know you were. I was hoping for pictures as well, you know, for just for evidence sake. Definitely. At least we're if trying you're going to come out, help you. Yes. If you're going to come out in court and sue 16 years later. We're going to need the photo evidence from that night. Like, good God, lady. She said she didn't tell the authorities or anything when it happened, but she said this whole Me Too movement again inspired her to come out. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a wild night. And this is this is all happening right now. Like, this TMZ article I'm reading is from, like, three weeks ago. Mm. Like, this is all taking place right now. That's crazy. And I'm just like, wow, this has, like, been a crazy wiener-to-the-face month, you know? When you think about Kathy... In her situation? Yeah, the McVeigh's, man. Yeah. And now this this woman and Jamie Foxx. Sean's trying to have himself a good vacation, and his distant cousin's out here taking black-eyed peens to the face. It is an unbelievable... It's it's wild. ...series of events. What a summer, man. So much peen, so much face, and that just automatically brings the face of Gil Brand into my mind. Well, this has already been potentially our best and certainly my favorite around the NFL of all time. 
Fair. And we've been doing this for years. You know, we've been. This has probably been our staple. I mean, I think whenever we're talking football and pain, we're at our our best, no doubt. We're feeling our best. We're looking our best. Yeah. Everything's by the way, coming together. By the way, you are one week closer. You know, to seeing that shaft. I'm starting to see. Have you seen? Have you seen helmet at all? Yes. Really? Hairs. You're kidding. Not at all. Unbelievable. We are. We are making moves. You are like rapidly. You know what's really uh, that I noticed the other day? I was looking at myself in the mirror with my shirt off, and I was just your shirt, just the shirt off, just the shirt off. Had a towel around the waist covering the rest. Nice. And uh, I was like, you know what? I think it's the love handles, the sides. That's what's really come down the most, dude. That and the hips. You know what's true about that is that's the hardest thing to lose. So you should be thrilled and patting yourself on the back for that because those are the toughest thing to lose, man. They really are. Well, thank you because I feel pretty good about them. Now I'm imagining you in a towel right now, and I can't help but to wonder: it was you yellow the, and ripped? Are you the kind of guy that wears it above his belly button? More, you know, wraps it, wraps the towel more around the stomach or more around the waist, sort of directly above the the bush. If I didn't have the gut, it would be just directly above the bush to get it to stay on comfortably uh, so I can move around and do what I need to do without it just slipping right off. I've got to go around the stomach. Respect. But I bet that thing coming down a little bit, too, huh? I mean, you're probably inch by inch, baby, close to that belly button now. We're getting closer. No doubt. No, we're probably at the belly button. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, we're probably at the belly button. Dude, the progress has just been insane. Nah, it's it's working so far. So good. We're going to keep plugging away. Shout out to ketosis, man. <sighs> Ketogenics, baby. Science. Rules. All right, so Gil Brandt, the oldest slash sexiest man in sports media. And and by sports media, I mean the entire world when I'm talking about his age. Yeah, no, he, he has seen everything. He is the, he's been everywhere. If you have questions about anything since Bible times, he can give you primary source information on that. Gil is just first all over the games, place. First World Cup. He, he always has First been. Super Bowl. He's been he's the there. oldest man on earth since the day he was born. Benjamin Button style. But he he's never won. he never went... The other way. He was one of those people that's just always been old. Like, no one's ever seen Gil Brandt look anything less than 77 years old. I'm right about that. I'm not wrong. And I, here's proof. I can't say here's that you're proof. wrong. Here's proof. I'm looking at his top 25 running back list. I tell can't me. Wait. I'm going to start at 25. You tell me when, and, and you're a football guy. I am. Tell My favorite me, sport by a mile. Tell me when you recognize a name here. The All great right. Gil Brandt, ladies and gentlemen, top to 25 running Lay backs, NFL.com, promoted like, I mean, this thing was all over the place. Everybody was scrambling to their computers when this thing dropped. And it's a little late now, but it's still so good. Number 25, Wolchuk. Yes. In a black and white photo, I am currently looking at the great Joe Perry. I've heard of Perry's Steakhouse. Any, Haven't we all? Any uh, match there? No. Can't say that I'm very familiar with Joe Perry. No. What years did he play and who did he play for? The Baltimore Colts, maybe? Nin- his career, his rookie year was in 1948. Oh, goodness. Gil Brandt had been on Earth for a thousand years at that point. <laughs> Next picture. I'm looking at a black and white photo of the 24th best running back in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt. Ollie. Matson. Ollie Matson? 
Recognize that one, Wolchuk? No, that's... Steakhouse, I, I recognize, uh, no, Matt, no, Matson Steakhouse? I recognize that one even less than Joe Perry. Moving on, we now have a photo of uh, a colored picture. Ooh, but, we made it to the colored years. But we also made it to the first white running back. Well, the white running back uh, has had its time. It's a unicorn these days. But I'm looking at a running back right now, just to give you a picture. He's got one bar on his face mask. Oh, I love those. Always, uh, it's probably what the '60s. Well, yes, you're right. This guy played from 1958 to 1966. Okay, the number 23 greatest running back of all time, according to Gil Brandt, Jim Taylor. Yes, I've heard of Jim Taylor, Green Bay Packer running back. Wow. Yeah, I didn't okay, know that. Wow. I've known Jim Taylor. You are a football guy. Well, I went guy. back, you know, the, uh, the original tell Super me, Bowls. If you can tell me the one other team that he played for was only for one season, I will give you $14. You have five seconds. Kansas City Chiefs. You now have zero seconds. You lose. You lost. It was the New Orleans Saints. Oh, I didn't know that they were even around then. And now I'm looking at one of the sexiest human beings I've ever had the fortune to look at. Really? This is true. Is it O.J. Simpson? No, but good God, what a guess. Okay, I got one more. Okay. Bo Jackson. Wrong. Okay, give it to me. We're looking at another Caucasian running back. Oh, it's a Caucasian running back. Is it? Uh, oh, my gosh. He played for the greatest exactly team in the is. history of the sport. <laughs> the number 22 greatest running back in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt, goes by the name of Larry Bleepin' Soccer, mother like, Yes. Now, are you not upset he's not a little higher? Miami has a dolphin. The The greatest greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. And that was never more true than when Larry Zonka was stumbling, bumbling, rumbling. Because he was a Miami Miami Dolphin. Dolphin. Miami Dolphin. Miami Dolphin's number one. Woo! Yeah. Oh. He had a remix to that, by the way, if you've never heard it. Oh, I haven't. We should listen to it one day. YouTube it. I loved Larry Zonka. Uh, that 72 team, him and Mercury Morris. Yeah. Awesome. One, one of the best tandems ever assembled. My grandpa did drugs with them in the 70s. No kidding, really? Yes, he sure <laughs> That's did. awesome. It's incredible. We got to get him on the show. Full circle there, baby. All right. Number 21, according to Gil Brandt, greatest running back in the history of football. The Deion 21st. Sanders. Give it to me. One, Marcus Allen. Oh, Marcus. Yes, Marcus Allen, Oakland Raiders. If you can tell me the other team he played for. Kansas City Chiefs. Nice. I'm glad I didn't say a dollar amount before you spit that out. Mm. Marcus Allen. Yeah, he, uh, he, you know, he was an MVP one time. Marcus Allen was awesome. I mean, to come in at 21, there's got to be 20 outstanding running backs ahead of him. Six Pro Bowls for my man Marcus. He was one of the greats. All right, now we're getting to holy crap. This is... Uh, Really, really old here. Like <laughs> we're looking at, I'm looking at a guy right now who is not even wearing a face mask, and his, was this the 40s then? And 30s his, maybe. His helmet is uh, leather. He played for the Detroit Lions. He played for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, geez, it's not Jim Brown. The 20th greatest running back in the history of football, according to the oldest man in the history of the world. Well, he would know. Is Marion Motley. Ah, uh, Marion Motley. I have heard that name. Have and you really? I have heard the name Marion Motley. I always liked it, but to say that I could give any kind of assessment of how he was as a football player would be a bold-faced lie. 
Marion Motley Crew. Yes. The band named after him, actually. He that is, picture uh, looks like a lineman. Yeah, he looks like Deacon Jones running the football, but he's got no face mask. I think he's number 76. He's built literally like a defensive end. That's incredible. He's literally number 76. <laughs> I wonder if it used to be that way. You know, it was, oh, like, it was cool to be the running back like in the 70s. He That's literally crazy. looks like Deacon Jones. That's crazy. Let's move on. 19. Let's crack that top 20. We finally have a modern age guy. Yes. Yes. So we've seen this guy. You and I. Yes. We've, okay, cool. Yes. In person. Sweet. In person. The 19th greatest running back in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt. Emmett Smith. No, it can't be. It's too low. I don't even know if Emmett's on this list, by the way. Uh, Terrell Davis. Oh, TD. Denver Bronco. Emmett's got to be on the list, or it's an erroneous list. But uh, Terrell Davis at 19, all right. Man, only six-year You know what? And, and that's career. the thing. But he, he rushed for 2,000 yards. Yep. He was a league MVP. He was a Super Bowl MVP. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. I mean, what he did in those six years was truly incredible. Unfortunately, the knee injuries, they cut his career short. But you could say the longevity, maybe he doesn't deserve to be as high as a guy like a Marcus Allen, who had six Pro Bowls, let alone seasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this dude, Davis, was a touchdown freaking machine. He was. Bro. He was 60, also a yards machine. 60 touchdowns in six years. 10 a year. 10 a year, but also I don't think he was really a, a starter. Was he a starter? Like his like he wasn't one of those guys that was just like... His second year he was starting. I think it, by the end of his first year he was getting starting. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, still a touchdown machine right there. All right, we got another white one. Got another white one. Oh, I'm curious to know how many. Let's keep track of this. So Bring far, that diesel. There's, so no, there, far, there's only that's probably the last one. This is our third white running back. This has got to be the last one. They're all from like the 70s or earlier. This has got to be it. The 18th best running back in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt, is one John Riggins. Yes, and I'll tell you what. I hate the Washington Deadskins with a passion. But boy, you love yourself some Riggins. I don't do. You? But one. One Redskin player is oh, crank that diesel, Mr. Riggins, in the in the Hogs that offensive line that is old style smash mouth smash mouth football, black and blue. Much as I hate the Redskins, you got to admire that style of play and that man running the rock. The number seventeen greatest running back in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt. Seventeen, give it to me. Jerome Bettis, the, the bus. bus. That's right. I think I've always thought Jerome Bettis has been slightly overrated. Really? Yeah, I really have. I mean, good back. He's a big dude that can run. You don't respect the big dude with nimble no, feet? No, I do. Dude, I'm a big guy. Of course I respect a big guy and with you got nimble, fe- feet. nimble feet. I do. I respect it 100%. But I'm, I would never say Jerome Bettis is a better running back than Marcus Allen. Or John Riggins. And I'll tell you what, if we're playing... If, if I'm drafting a team, I'm probably taking Terrell Davis out of him, too. I'm definitely taking Marion Motley. Oh, no doubt. I might even take Joe Perry. And the entire pan- Perry family. So, I like the bus. Good story. Had an outstanding career. I'm glad he got to go out with a ring. Um, I, I think some of the names that we've we've heard are better than him. The 16th greatest running back in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt. Thurman Thomas. Wow, Thurman Buffalo Thomas, Bill. underrated, one underrated. Year the, one year with the Dolphins. I'm glad God. that he's ahead of Jerome Bettis. Oh, did he really have a year with the Dolphins? No way. This I didn't know very, that. Very last uh, when he was worthless. Is it like Jay Fiedler days? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're looking at 2000. Wow. All right, we got another black and white. 
situation here. Is it a white dude? No, it's a, it's a, it's a black dude, but the picture is black and white. Okay, who is it? That's how far we're dipping back. The 15th greatest running back in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt, who has seen them all. Better than Thurman Thomas. John Hank Johnson. Wow, I have never heard that name. Um, I mean, I've heard Johnson, John, and Hank. But John Hank Johnson? Can you imagine being John Johnson? What is Hank John? No, no, no. His first name is John. Yes, and his middle name is Hank, right? Yeah, but his name is John Johnson. Yeah, but what if his middle really, name? What is if Henry. it's John Hank? What if his first name is John Hank? Like on his birth certificate it says John Hank. Well, then there should be a hyphen between John and Henry. Is that l- legally how they do that? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so John Johnson, John Johnson. Uh, I, I've I I know a Joe Johnson that played in the NBA. Not to be confused with Don Johnson. Moving AKA on. So Sonny number Crockett. fifteen, only Gilbrand is seen. And it's interesting because I I always like who did he play for? He played for the Niners, the Lions, the Steelers, and the Oilers all in the fifties and sixties. He was a journeyman running back. He sure was. Two time NFL champion, four Pro Bowls. God, man, Henry was a baller. John Johnson. I bet he was to be fifteen on this list ahead of names like Thurman Thomas, Marcus Allen, Terrell Truth Davis, be told, Walter, Larry Zonka. I'll be open and honest with you. When I woke up this morning and I was scrambling my eggs. I thought Thurman Thomas was was better than John Johnson. I, I didn't even know who this was when I woke up, so that that's a step up. Now we got ourselves some controversy, Wolchuk. Okay, I love controversy. The 14th greatest running back in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt, who has seen them all. Clearly. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson at 14? Yep. The pride of the Oklahoma Sooners in Palestine, Texas. Uh, wow. I expected Adrian Peterson to be a little bit higher. So did I. So did freaking I. Seven-time Pro Bowler? Yeah, no, the best running back of our generation. NFL MVP? 2,000-yard season. Uh, honestly, should have probably played in the Super Bowl in 2009. Now, he did fumble in that NFC Championship game. Fumbles were always his thing. That's true. That's a knock. Fumbles were always his thing. But Adrian Peterson, what he did for pretty much a decade was second to none. One of the best-looking athletes without his shirt on in the history of athletes, right? I mean, my God, that dude at as a freshman at Oklahoma looked like a grown man. Yes, and he ran like one, too. And, oh, God, he was a monster. He was a he could have played in the league freshman. He's eighteen years old. He yeah, he's one of those over. guys, one of the few that you could have said straight out of high school. Yeah, I'll draft him. Yep, number thirteen, according to Gil Brandt, Mister Curtis Martin. Okay, so I will defend Curtis Martin, uh, where a lot of people would probably say this is blasphemy. Now, better than Adrian Peterson, no day, anytime, anywhere, not at all. That's a crime. But more, more more rushing yards, Walchuk, and as a I don't care as a Smith guy, as an Emmett guy, I know you're no, you're all I, about am, those I, career am, I am, I am, rushing yards, I am for sure. And Curtis Martin was consistent. He was steady. He was very much like the Marvin Harrison of his position: quiet, good locker room guy, humble. Now we know Marvin Harrison's a freaking gang member murderer. Apparently, uh, off the field, that's that's a story for a different day. Curtis Martin not in that same category, but on the field, badasses who are quiet and humble. Curtis Martin's up there, but. I still don't think uh, he had anywhere near the God-given talent that Adrian Peterson did. Certainly not. Now, we get to 12 here. This is one of my favorite running backs of all time. I watched him play a lot, and gosh, I just love this guy. Number 12 on the greatest NFL running back list, according to Gil Brandt, 
is Mr. Marshall Falk. Oh my gosh, one of the greatest Madden players of all time to play with Marshall Falk on Madden was incredible. Yeah, he is he was the Jamal Charles, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, all these new he was basically the total package. You've got your third down back, your pass catching back, plus your every down back. He was the the definition of a three down back before they really even existed with all this different passing attacks in the NFL. The greatest show on turf, Marshall Falk, just did unbelievable things. Where is he on this? At 11? 12. At 12, man. He should be He should be top 10. He's definitely better than number 11. We'll get to 11 here in a second, but... Man, Marshall Falk, just 136 touchdowns total rushing and receiving. Marshall Falk was outstanding, one of the best running backs I've ever seen, and I would put him ahead of Adrian Peterson. I'm fine with that. He was one of the first guys that that I remember that always sticks out to me, and I see it in the photo that I'm looking at of him right now. The mouthpiece he had, you know the one? Blue. covers, yeah, but it covers your entire, it was so blue. Every single time, it was so blue, and it covers... You know, it's got that little guard that literally covers like your part of your face yeah, a little yeah. bit, and it just looks freaking badass. He always had that the the little nostril, the uh, nose strip, the nose strip. Yes. Oh my god, bro! Yes. Marshall Falk was a BA man. Greatest show on turf, no doubt. Number eleven, give it to me. You sure? Yeah, I'm ready. The eleventh greatest running back, Tony Dorsett, in the history of football, according to Gil Brandt. Emmett Smith. What? Yeah. This isn't number one, is it? Not top ten, Wolchark. This is 11? Not top ten, oh, Wolchark. We, we might as well stop the music and stop the bleeping list. I really, could, I don't even want to go on with this segment. This is, this is bull****. I know you're upset and... Now, f*** off, Gilbrand. I... It's a little disrespectful. No, 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 f*** you. We were Gil. hoping to get Gil on the show. No, f*** off, Gil. Doesn't look like that's going to happen now. 11 for fucking Emmett? Are you kidding me? It's pretty ridiculous. What the fuck? Pretty ridiculous. Are you kidding me right now? I 11? Wish. 11. Yeah. For the league's all time leading rusher, a league MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, the most consecutive thousand yard seasons to anybody that's ever walked the fucking earth. He's 11? Eight time Pro Bowler. Get the fuck out of here, man. Should we move on? I don't even care anymore. You gotta get to the top. No, fuck off. Sure, give it. Give me the ten. I don't even give a shit. You want to just speed round it? Yeah, give it to me hard. OJ, great player, not better than Emmett or Marshall. Tony, Dorsett, <laughs> certainly not better than Emmett. He's not even the best cowboy running back ever. Number eight, Earl Campbell. Okay, yeah, that, he's pretty good. Not better than Emmett. According to Gil Brandt, number seven, Barry Sanders. Only seven. Barry Sanders is seven. It's bad. What? Number what? six. Number six. According to Gil Brandt, Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson, great. Not better than Barry, Emmett, or Marshall. Oh, man. Yep, I don't think better than Marshall. Great first name, though. Number five, according to Gil Brandt, Ladanian Palmonson. Oh, my gosh. LT, incredible, but not better than Barry Sanders. We're moving certainly on. Certainly not moving better than on. Emmett. No, you said you didn't care anymore, Walchuk. Number four, according to Gil Brandt, Bo Jackson. Oh, get out of here. Number three, Gail Sayers. Uh, he's he's an all-time great. Sure, not better than Number Emmett. Number two. Not better than Barry. Walter Payton. Make a place for Emmett Sweetness ahead of you in the list. Number one, Jim Brown. That's it. All right, well, it's hard to argue against Jim Brown at number one. God, that was your favorite player. You used to love sitting in front of the tube and watching him, man. God. <sighs> love brownies and Good I old love days. Jim's. But to have Emmett Smith at 11, your list no longer 
matters to me. I think you need to cool down. No, whatever. McGill, respect, but your list is a joke. I'm sure he's not going to want to come on. Yeah, he doesn't have to. I don't want him on. That's the difference here, Eric. As soon as you read that list and you got to number 11 and you said who it was, and then you said Tony Dorsett's name two numbers later, I immediately thought to myself, whoever's written this list is dead to me. Gil Brandt will never die. I love you, Gil, but I don't have to love you right now. That list is garbage, and I understand you've actually seen all these people. Live. But come on. Come on. Gil was supposed to kick off the NFL season with us. Nosebleed seats. Well, he was supposed to be the new football Yoda. And guess what? I guess we'll have to find somebody Sorry, else. Sorry, Gil. Jesus, Gil. You had one opportunity, and look what you f- did, man. A, a, a thousand years worth of work, and that's what you're going to do? Thanks for nothing. You Jesus. really f- the wrong angry South African-American Jew, Gil. Deals off, Gil. Hugs and pounds, everybody. Fuck you, Gil.